Bry has just got the colds going. It's me and Courtney Freeze in the house today. For those of you who don't know me, my name is Zain Nabi. I'm the host of the On The Whistle podcast. And with me, I have my right-hand main man, the mighty mauler, the man who won the Premier Soccer League at the mighty Manning Rangers. Courtney Freeze, how are you doing, my good man? Hello, Zain. It's wonderful to see you again. And I think in my introduction, you must continue to say, the man that did a Leicester before Leicester did it. The man Just... who did a Leicester before Leicester did it. I tell you, Courtney, we have to go and write the script and do the Netflix story. I'm telling you. No one will believe it. Nobody will believe it, Zay. It's Nobody will believe better it. Better than Leicester. I think you guys were more than 5,000 to 1 odds to win the Premier Soccer League in its inaugural season in South Africa. But that, my friend, is a story for another day. I'm going to keep you, I'm going to keep that in the bottle because it's magic. But today was meant to be a special show, Courtney. We were meant to celebrate the Best of Africa Awards, which is an award ceremony that was hosted at the weekend by one of our podcast panelists, Francis Nkwayine. I was there, you were there. What a fantastic event. Anthony Joshua, Maro Itoji, Yaya Torre, Patrice Vieira. You might be wondering that some of these guys are French and English, but they're all rooted because they have links to the African continent. What a wonderful evening to celebrate African achievement in London, Courtney. How did you enjoy the event? Zane, I was overwhelmed, starstruck, and just so excited to attend such an event. And the thing that made me more proud, Zane, is that we've known Francis for close to three years. Francis has not just become a co-host. Francis is like one of my brothers, one of our brothers. We've spent weekends together with you and your family. And the humility of Francis is something that just at the moment I could say is unparalleled. He has these people at his fingertips. On the evening, everybody wanted his attention and gave us attention because we know him. What a stellar gala. What an unbelievable roster of people to be around. And what a relaxed, enjoyable evening. The evening is also a mixture of high-class athletes and high-class socialites. <laughs> and so what were nobody. you doing there, Freeze? <laughs> and that's what I said, and nobody's. Who was me? <laughs> I was there, you know? And, cool. and we all fused together to make this banquet a success after three years being away because of COVID. A, an enjoyable evening. Courtney, uh, one of my favorite lines where you said you'd spoken to Francis about the food and about some of the um, catering there to do for dietary requirements. And um, I don't think he'll mind us sharing the story, but it had me in stitches. What did he tell you? Well, Francis was very hurt because he said, I can't believe now you're going to have these vegans coming <laughs> and these and these people that don't drink alcohol <laughs> and hated a spread for people who just were coming to eat and then you're gonna have these fussy eaters, these I don't just I'll only have a salad. He said, I just can't get he said, Courtney, please do some damage for me. <laughs> and you didn't need a second invitation, did you? I, I ate four starters, right? <laughs> Four starters. What happened is that uh, we were served the starters on the tables. And Zane, I'm going to give an apology here to the gentleman, Mr. Darren Lewis. As he stood up 
I ate his starter. <laughs> I ate yours. <laughs> I ate Francis's brother's starter. <laughs> <laughs> he was also on our table. He was also on our table. And finally, I ate Francis's brother's wife's starter. They were that good. <laughs> <laughs> Francis, you're not with us today, but listen, what a fantastic event. And great to see the likes of Patrick Vieira. Great to see the likes of... Anthony Joshua, Mauro Itoji, all these wonderful athletes who might be linked to England and France with their careers, but rooted on the continent through their heritage, whether it's Nigerian or Senegalese. So again, a fantastic night. Um, and we will definitely get more into the Best of Africa Awards and what it stands for, the honoring of athletes on the field and off the field for those who use their platforms for philanthropic or, um, or social issues. Uh, we'll definitely we'll, we'll definitely use a pod to, to get more into that when Francis is available. But Courtney, today we're going to keep going. It's a podcast about your hot takes. So we've got a couple of topics that I'd like to hit. One of them is going to be the starting point of Amazulu, the football club that is in Durban, my hometown. Um, and they recently got rid of their coach and they've brought in a new coach uh, who is a little bit of an unknown quantity. Courtney, I have to ask you, as we look at what's going on with Amazulu, has Brendan Trutter been treated fairly in this situation? What is your hot take? Firstly, Zain, I actually don't know what's going on with the management at Amazulu. If I must be generally honest, if I'm sitting in a boardroom and sitting around a table, I'm hammering my fist on the table because the decision-making at the club at the moment has just got question mark, question mark, question mark. You've got a manager that's coming after Benny. Hasn't done that. 19 games, seven wins, seven draws, and a few losses. That's not a bad record. Having taken over mid-season and trying to stabilize the club, right? What more do they want at the moment? So you what? Think so they you're won. saying to me, Brandon Trutter did a good job for the circumstances, correct? For the circumstances, number one, and also for the time he was there. He's done an exceptional job. The timing actually is actually the problem with this whole uh, Amazulu thing. You cannot fire him after such a short period of being there. It makes no sense, especially with how much points he's got on the board. It, may, it just doesn't make sense at all. It is a real... It is almost a FIFA 23 situation where people are treating clubs like computer games. It's not right. So Roman Folds has come in. He is the French uh, Moroccan. He's 32. He's coached at a few places in Africa, but relatively um, new to the game. Had been linked to Swallows after um, our friend of the pod, Dylan Kerr, uh, lost his job there. Um at one point, one would have thought Sandile Zungu, the owner of Amazulu, he's ambitious, he's invested in the team, and in the first year he took over, they came second in the league uh, with Benny at the helm, and that was a change when he brought Benny in. Um, what advice would you give um, Romain or Mr. Zungu um, going forward as, as, as the season continues? My advice for Mr. Zungu, uh, for, for, for Mr. Zungu firstly, would be Start believing in a manager and giving him time. I'm sure when you're sitting around 
your 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 trustee board members. The, the discussion is we need to bring in a manager. We need to give them time. We need them to develop their system within the club. That's always the conversation that owners like to give. But owners react so differently. For Roman Foss, what I'd like to say is stay in a hotel. Don't buy a house. You won't be there long. Amazulu make terrible decisions in a club with a rich history. Terrible, terrible decisions. You know, this decision of Brandon Truce and what they've done there is going to haunt them in terms of their public reputation. That is a poor decision they've made. I don't care if Mr. Zungu has money. I don't care about his community work that he does at the moment. The most important thing is that he has a franchise that is on the field that wasn't doing bad. And I'm going to point back to the period where Benny took them second of the table. If we, Who did we speak to during that time, saying? Gavin Hunt, Dylan Kerr, what were their words? The owners mustn't get sidetracked. That is a fluke, what Amazulu is doing. Next season, you'll see what the team's really about. If the owners of Amazulu thought that's who Amazulu were, they were kidding themselves. All right, we've got your hot take. Thank you, Courtney. Now, if I was with you, I'd probably be doing special handshakes. But that leads us nicely on to our next hot take. It's Arthur Zwane, the Chiefs coach, and he's having some fantastic handshakes with the players. I like that. But Courtney, why, in your opinion, has this been blown out of proportion? Zane, here's another situation I don't understand. You know, I'm looking at the media coverage at the moment that's going on around the special handshake. Arthur Zwane is much more than a handshake. Arthur Zwane, firstly, is clear in his instructions and his communication when you speak to him or you listen to him, number one, right? From what I see and how the team plays, he's a good coach. He's been there. He's been a good deputy. The players respect him. And also, he's really trying to turn around Kaiser Chiefs at the moment. And now to put it down to Oh, he's really got a good spirit with, because of a fist bump. So forget the tactics. Forget the hard work on the training ground. Forget the good man management when he's listening to his players and his players are listening to him. Forget the hard work he puts in. Let's just package it as a good handshake. No, he deserves more respect than that. After Zwane is doing a good job in a team Firstly, has a history that is weighing them down. That's the problem with Kaiser Chiefs. The history of that club, you know, is unparalleled to anybody. The biggest brand in that country is Kaiser Chiefs. Beyond Sundowns with a billionaire owner. Beyond the Springboks that I love so much. Beyond Bafana Bafana. Kaiser Chiefs who have a band in, in the United Kingdom named after them. Arthur's one, it deserves a lot more respect than talking about handshakes. The man is doing a good job. First bump, virtual boom. All right, the braai is cooking. The coals are hot, the meat is on. Courtney's on fire. I got to ask you, Courtney. Arsenal top of the table, Liverpool 10th, hot take on the Premier League. Sadio Mane curse, is there one? Well, you've got to respect what uh, Arsenal are doing. I watch very closely the Arsenal documentary on Prime. 
Um, I thought Arteta, once again, during a difficult period, like Zwane, very similar, was getting a lot of unnecessary grief, yet he was trying to do the right things. His level of communication, how he speaks to his players and how he comes across as a manager. And then also, if you look at that in relation to the output of the players, you can see something special is building there. I'm so happy for this manager. Yes, they beat Liverpool this weekend. Yes, Liverpool's my team. Yes, we should have had a penalty in the game. But you cannot deny Arsenal at the moment. They're doing exceptionally well. They're looking very good defensively and offensively. So well done to Arteta. Klopp at the moment has got a problem. But the lucky thing Klopp has, which a lot of managers don't have when you are struggling, is Klopp has got quality players. So very shortly, things are going to change. It's going to kick into gear. And they're going to start kicking over houses very soon. We believe in Klopp. We'll always believe in Klopp because you must remember Klopp delivered what nobody else had delivered for 30 years at Liverpool. Well done, Arsenal. Keep it going. We'll do you all a favour this weekend when we play Arsenal, uh, Man City. <laughs> Let's wait. Let's see. I don't think you can contain Haaland, but Liverpool have a great record against City. Okay, Courtney, before we end the pond, the pod, <laughs> mispronunciation there, <laughs> I have to come with you with some sad news. Um, it was um, very sad earlier this week to hear about Zambian superstar Enoch Mwepu's retirement due to a heart condition. The Zambian had so much of promise. Um, somebody we were looking forward to really hitting his stride in the Premier League with Brighton. Um, did so brilliantly with his countryman, Patson Daka at Salzburg, where they won the championship. Um, yeah, your thoughts about this um, very sad and, and depressing news. Zayn, I have mixed feelings about this and something that I'd like to bring my point across before, before other opinions develop. The young man is retired because of a condition, a health condition he is still going to be able to live a long and fruitful life, we hope. And that's the most important thing. We want him to be healthy. We want him to move uh, forward with his life. Yes, this has retired him from his career that he's loved. And I'm talking from a parent's point of view here, not even a football supporter. If that was my child, I'd still be happy that, listen, we've still got you. So firstly, we're just happy that nothing fatal has happened. In terms of his football career, it's a very sad moment for any young person to retire so early. Hopefully, now this is where you hope the club helps the young man moving forward and creates some sort of role for him. Yet it's an ambassador role, a coaching role that he can get involved in and continue contributing to the club. Because when we sign players in these days, we are signing furniture that needs to stay in the house that builds this house and makes people comfortable. So let's just hope on both levels he is successful moving forward. But it is a very sad occasion when you hear a 24-year-old having to retire from football, not because they want to, but because their bodies failed them. I think that's a good place to leave the pod. Enoch, you are in our thoughts. We know that whatever the next chapter brings, you're going to be amazing at it. It's dinner time because 
the painter of this artwork is now calling me to dinner. That's my son. Um, Courtney, always fun uh, chopping it up here with you on our on, on Africa's Biggest Bri. For those listening out there, get in touch with us at OTW underscore podcast on Twitter and Instagram. Find us on YouTube and Facebook by searching on The Whistle Podcast. Send us your comments, send us your thoughts. They're always so valued and we love answering your questions and taking your ideas and turning them into shows. For now, Courtney, all the best and um, I hope you have a good week. Same to you, Zane. Wishing you well. Have a fantastic week. Bye. Bye Bye-bye.